This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Larry Bluestein back with you on a uh, Tuesday evening or a late, uh, late evening version of the South Florida High School Sports Radio Show. As I said, thank you so much to Andy Villamarzo from SB Live for joining us in our first segment. Speaking about that, I want to tell you a little bit about SB Live Sports, Florida's newest high school sports media company. How about that? SB Live Sports has a built-in team of top-notch sports writers, photographers and videographers and spreads them out throughout the entire state for comprehensive coverage of all the big games. SB Live Sports also writes feature stories and profiles, publishes breaking news, and provides the latest updates on recruiting. In addition, SB Live Sports has become a leader in tracking and publishing scores, including live updates. I encourage you to to download SB Live Sports Today, it's completely free. You'll be amazed at the volume of content that they put out on a daily basis. If you want SB Live Sports on the web, just go to www.scorebooklive.com. That's www.scorebooklive.com. And then click the Florida tab for all the news from the Sunshine State. Again, download the SB Live Sports app or visit them on the web at www scorebooklive.com you will be glad that you did as we talk about the university of miami every week and certainly the hurricanes coming off a a w this past week uh, heading into the clemson game i don't know if the fans are more consumed with trying to be six and six this year or just try to develop for the future and we saw some of that future in quarterback jacurry brown last week and somebody who uh, has to have a pulse on this. Uh, does it daily on uh, his podcast. Also, the one of the hosts of our post-game show right here on WQAM, the Miami Hurricanes, Alex Dono. He's kind enough to join us on this late night of, uh, edition. Alex, thanks so much for taking the time. Blue, it's my pleasure, Blue, it's my and pleasure. you know this. You you're know one of my favorite, favorite people, people in the world to talk Canes football with, football and I always with, appreciate when you join me on Locked on Canes, and I'm, I'm always happy I'm always to join happy you on this show as well. Well, I appreciate that, Alex. And you got to, you know, you take a look at the season so far, and it's been like up and down, up and down, roller coaster ride. And you know, I don't have to tell you, uh, you being a graduate, being a longtime fan, that the frustration continues to set in every time something goes wrong, like last week against Florida State. Uh, you know, everybody's dumping ship. You probably have more of a grasp than anybody else. You understand what the big picture is. Uh, you know what the philosophy is for Mario Cristobal, knowing that the roster that he inherited wasn't a good roster at all. 
Talk about that because you're more of a, even though I know how you are as, as being a fan, you're more rational than the, than the average Hurricane fan. Well, well for, for, first things first, first, and, first and, and you know this as well as anybody, as well as anybody you're, talking, you're about talking about almost 20 years, 20 years of cultural, cultural issues, issues inside, inside that football, that football facility, facility of, you know, of, even, you know, even, even some of the some really of the great really on great paper players that Miami, that Miami has brought in, brought in many of them hadn't of them panned out or hadn't been developed properly at the collegiate level. And so I think one thing that fans need to understand is it's going to take more than one season, one season to undo, to undo basically, basically a, a two-decade-long two culture, culture problem. problem. And, and you know, you know, one of the things that people things bring up to me often is, is, hey, look, a lot of these same players, and not all the same players, because I think Miami would love if they still had people like Charleston Rambo and Mike Harley on this team, for example. Yeah, a lot of these same players, you know, went 7-5 and last year and went on a pretty nice run second half of the year. They probably won't end up going 7-5 and this year, so people use that that logic. That hey, logic. a lot of these hey, same players went seven and five last year. Last they use that they logic use that to justify saying, hey, we might as well have kept well Manny Diaz. Diaz. But I, I think the I issue think here is Mario Cristobal understood this so well when he came in. You have to put a wrecking ball to this thing. And that comes at every level. That comes emotionally. That comes culturally. That comes with the way you run practices. That comes with the way you hold your players accountable to prepare themselves and each other. You know, a lot of these players, and, you know, whether that's on them or in some cases on the coaching they had, a lot of these players developed bad habits over the last couple of years because they weren't being held accountable for that. So there's definitely a culture shock when somebody like Mario comes in here and he's trying uh, to basically, you know, I, I hate to use this expression because of the because uh, of the political context it has for some people, but he's basically trying to drain the swamp. I don't know how better I can say that than, than just to come out and say it that way. And so, you know, you're going to have some players who maybe just don't excel in that sort of an environment. Uh, you know, you're going to have some players that inevitably are going to hit the transfer portal. You know, I think Miami had the, the first one announced today, Gilbert Frierson, who I love. Love, and I'm not. I'm not saying he's part of the problem, uh, but for whatever reason, he's you know he's fallen out of favor in terms of just his playing style. So he's going to hit the transfer portal. I think a lot of other players will probably join him in that portal. So people have to have patience on this blue. And something that you and I talked about the last time I had you on Locked On Canes was, you know, how come you have certain coaches like Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley who can go to a new team and become you know college football playoff contenders right away? Away, the rosters the are rosters not the same. Not I mean, do you think about the type of rosters that, you know, USC or LSU, especially LSU, that they're only, what, three years removed from a national championship, the way they've been recruiting and the types of rosters they have, they're a lot closer. Like, those teams were much closer to being turnkey type operations than Miami. I think Miami really needed to kind of put the wrecking ball to it and start over again. And that's basically what Cristobal's doing right now. No doubt. Alex Dono joins us. Uh, Locked on Canes. You could catch that every every day, uh, Monday through Friday. They've got great shows. He covers everything. And uh, certainly the, the things that you come across, and, you know, you and I talk about recruiting quite a bit, and, uh, you know, whether it's uh, post-game or whatever that we get together, you're always asking me, hey, listen, how did this game uh, affect recruiting or how does this game going to affect recruiting? And you know as well as I do, uh, Mario Cristobal is not selling 2022. These recruits yeah. that are coming in for next year, 
Um, yeah, we lost Jaden Rashada, but I felt that was more of a, you know, I, I think that's more of an NIL recruit than it is a football recruit. Uh, but talk about that because I think that Miami is, you know, when Mario Cristobal goes and pitches this team in, 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 in the program, he's talking about 23, he's talking about 24, and the opportunity to be really in the mix in 2025 with two solid recruiting classes. Talk about that because I think, I think for the average fan listening, they, they get so ahead of, the, ahead of the game that they don't realize that the roster that he took over uh, was not a good roster. And any anything that's been positive uh, with, uh, you know, Mesador or Kobe uh, Young or any of those that he brought in through the transfer portal, which should signal, Alex, should signal to those freshmen or the future freshmen that this is what he's going for. Yeah, um, yeah, um selling it selling, selling it, the program the way that Cristobal does, does and, tries and tries to do, it's really the only really sustainable, the only sustainable way, to recruit, way to recruit. Right? Because right, you know, because, if, if, you know you're gonna, if you're gonna if you're gonna try to sell the present, sell the present um, um it, it can go it wrong can go in wrong both directions, directions, right? Because obviously, right? Because obviously when you're when you're five and five and you've lost some pretty horrific games this year, it's really hard to sell the present. And the opposite can also be true, because you know, I remember for as great of a game as it was, like Going back, like going back to 2017, 2017 when Miami beat Miami Notre, Dame Notre Dame and they had that amazing that environment at Hard Rock and so many recruits were there. Um, yeah, I remember talking uh, with Malik Rozier about it who played in that game and he basically said, yeah, it felt like some of the guys who, you know, who committed coming off of that game, like they, they weren't really Miami guys. Like they were like committing to that moment. They weren't really committing to the present and future, especially the future of the program. So I, I think that that's something that, so, so fans I think, so fans, I think, can overestimate the significance of one game in both directions, right? When you get blown out by Florida State, some will say, oh, who's ever going to want to come play here? Nobody in their right mind would want to come play here. And if you win a huge game, like I'm not saying I expect it to happen, but if Miami were to upset Clemson this weekend, folks would say, oh, you know what? Miami's going to be the hottest team on the trail now because of this one result. Those things aren't sustainable. Um, players, uh, you know, and this is the aspect of it I don't think that gets talked about about enough is, is you know a lot of the top recruits they're also thinking about who's gonna prepare me and develop me for the next level because these guys all want to get to the national football league and you know Cristobal has a good track record with that and Miami has a great track record with that over the years they're you know known as the NFL factory all the pro football hall of famers this program is produced um you know another thing that is important to a lot of players is the opportunity to play immediately or at least compete to play immediately and this is something else you and I talked about blue that Cristobal, he's very honest with these guys. Uh, I don't think he's blowing smoke to any of these recruits, which is something that some other coaches out there do. Uh, I, I think he's telling them, like, he's not promising or guaranteeing starting jobs to anybody. Like, I, I highly doubt he went to a guy like Cormani McLean and said, hey, Monty, you've got to come here because you're going to be in our starting 11. You're going to be a starting cornerback as a true freshman. I mean, he's not doing that with anybody, but he's offering these guys a chance to compete and a chance to get a fair shake and I think anybody who's been watching Miami play in recent weeks can say hey at certain positions there are definitely needs there to come in and play right away 
Um, and so, you know, now Cristobal, he's out there and his staff is out there and everybody on his staff works hard and works tirelessly in recruiting. You know, they're out there right now selling these guys on the promise of not, hey, this is what the U is doing right now. They're selling them on this is what we want to make Miami and here's how we're going to get you there. They have a plan because every recruit blue that I've talked to and all the feedback I've heard from guys who have had their official visits to Miami over the last several months and that have had a chance to sit in meeting rooms and talk to coaches, they've all said, especially I can remember the tight end saying this because you got Carver, McKeska, and Riley Williams all in this class, and I specifically remember them talking about you know sitting down with the offensive coaches and like, wow, they just have this really clear vision of how they want to use tight ends here in Miami, how they want to use them in this offense. Like players really come come away impressed and, and I know that's the case that's with the offensive linemen as well because well. Cristobal and Mirabal that Mirabal, is their that realm is and they're great at developing O-linemen the, these guys these are really sold effectively on the details of those plans of how they can be made better and developed at the U yeah no doubt Alex Dono joins us talking about the University of Miami obviously this week's game Clemson we looked at it at the beginning of the year and said you know what and there was a lot of things we looked at at the beginning of the year that we're probably off base on now. But, you know, I look at the Georgia Tech game, Alex, and it, and what it did is it showed some of the young kids making plays. It showed somebody like a rooster getting back in the flow of things. Yeah, it's not a, a major team that they were playing, but just the fact that they were doing it, just the fact that uh, Jacari Brown goes back home, uh, you know, I mean, he obviously is from Valdosta, which is south, you know, of the Atlanta area, but something where there was a lot of positives because there wasn't, there haven't been a lot of positives in the last, what, in the last month. Uh, yeah, win over Virginia Tech. I mean, and, and a game that they should, you know, normally have won by three or four touchdowns. They had to hold on in the last, you know, in the last quarter to win the game. Uh, I think we face reality that right now there's not a lot of depth on this team. Uh, yeah. Certainly, you know, you're going up against a team like Clemson, and <clears throat> Mario Cristobal said it. I mean, this is a team that's regarded as one of the best on a national level, not just the ACC. But you go up there and you you don't turn the ball over. You don't give them every opportunity to put you away early, and you kind of maybe take the crowd out of it with uh, you know with a couple of drives. Talk about that as they go into uh, Death Valley uh, this Saturday for a game that uh, you know obviously nobody's giving them much of a chance. But uh, you know certainly after the Georgia Tech game, there's a lot of confidence and a lot of uh, players that are feeling good about themselves. Yeah, th this yeah, is going to be a huge test this coming weekend uh, in a number of different ways. I mean, Clemson has so much frontline talent, especially on the defensive line. That, that's going to be such a key matchup because Miami's offensive line, they've been decimated by injury for the last month and a half, really. like they, They've been down four starters at times this year on the O-line, and they weren't a deep group to begin with, but... I saw them play saw with them a lot of unity last week, and I think that, you know, having having an effective running quarterback, 
back and what Jakari Brown was able to do, took a little pressure off the O-line, got them into some rhythm. They did a good job in pass pro and in run blocking. And Jalen Knighton, of course, took a lot of extra yards because I think he had uh, a good chunk of yardage after contact. And so did Jakari Brown. I think 77 of his 87 yards last week rushing were after contact last week. So the offensive line seems to be clicking a little bit more. Um, I think in a game like this, Miami's got to play mistake-free football. And that's one of, and this is a huge test. Like, you know, going from Georgia Tech on the road to Clemson on the road, uh, Jakari's going to be stepping into the lion's den this week. Like, it's a huge upgrading competition and an environment, because I, I would venture to guess that Death Valley is a tougher place to play than Bobby Dodd Stadium. Uh, there were a lot of Miami fans at Bobby Dodd Stadium. But I, I think, again, this week, Blue, the Hurricanes are going to need to win the turnover margin, and some of that is going to have to come from self-inflicted wounds from Clemson, because I doubt, you know, listen, Cam Kenshin's just had one of the greatest single games of the season, like for any individual player, what he did with those three interceptions, that's probably not something he's going to do two weeks in a row, uh, so Clemson's going to have to make some mistakes, Miami's going to have to protect the football, that's one of the things that Cristobal really praised about Brown, and one of the reasons why he really decided to start him over Jake Garcia, which I absolutely think was the right move, that his ball security is so is so superior, and, and Jakari really does a good job taking care of the football, not making mistakes, not making bad decisions, and when he runs the football, he protects it well. Uh, so Miami's going to have to be on that as well. Like You probably can't afford to turn the ball over at all, if not more than once, if you're going to win this game against Clemson. And the field position game is going to be big. You know, Lou Headley had uh, had a punt last week where he put Georgia Tech down to the one. I think he had four or five punts that pinned them inside their 20-yard line. You're going to have to win the field position game this week. Uh, your defense is going to have to be solid, which means you got to do something against Shipley and just keep him from ripping you to shreds, you know, throughout this game. Uh, but Miami's just going to have to play sound, mistake-free football. And, and they showed us last week, and they showed us against Virginia as bad as that game, that game was, at least they didn't turn the football over, where other times they've been turnover machines in certain games. Miami can't shoot themselves in the foot. It's hard enough to beat Clemson uh, if you play perfect football, but you can't beat Clemson if you beat, your, beat themselves. And yes, a good start is paramount this week, because if you let that crowd get into it, they're going to swallow you up. Yeah, I agree. That's Alex Dono. Alex, thank you so much for taking the time. Let everybody know how they can follow you. I mean, obviously, the podcast is really, really good. Um, and then if, if they need to reach out to you, because I know you're very active on social media as well. Yeah, we're always trying yeah, to grow the show Twitter, Twitter account. You guys can follow us at Locked on Canes. If you follow us at Locked on Canes, we'll follow you back. And I, I read all the tweets we get, good, bad, or ugly. Uh, so follow us at Locked on Canes. And you can watch the shows on YouTube. We post them on video every day or get them on the audio channels like Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, and Spotify. And we're there every day. We do shows on Locked on Canes at least six days a week, sometimes seven days a week. If uh, you know, I feel like turning out an extra episode and that's where you find us every day good stuff we'll join you this saturday after the game you and malik rosier and uh, find out what the your opinions are and i uh, can't wait again thanks so much for staying up a little bit late and being with us 
Thanks for having me. I'm 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 wired, Blue. I'm not going to sleep anytime soon. So we're good. I hear you. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Thanks. Obviously, Alex Dono is is one of the best, and uh, he and I work on a lot of things together. You know, no matter what you call your car or why you're letting it go, AutoNation will buy it. You don't have to buy one from them. They are paying top top dollar right now. Any make, any model, car, truck, van, or SUV, AutoNation will buy it. Super easy to get an appraisal. Just stop by any of their stores or appraise it yourself at AutoNation.com. The appraisal value you get is valid for seven days or 500 miles, whichever comes first. Best of all, you'll receive your payment right on the spot. So if you're ready to let your car go, AutoNation is ready to buy it. Visit your nearest AutoNation store or visit AutoNation.com. Get the top dollar for your vehicle today. All appraisals are subject to in-store verification, vehicle condition, and mileage. Some restrictions may apply. See store for details. Hey, what drives you drives us at AutoNation. And University of Miami Sports Medicine Institute, I tell you every single week throughout the entire year, they're experts treat athletes of all levels, elite pros, active adults, and youth athletes. Recover your game. Visit uhealthsportsmedicine.com. That's uhealthsportsmedicine.com. When we come back, we'll talk a little high school football. Uh, coming up is Tom Caparelli, the head coach at Dade's uh, Dr. Crip. Dr. Crop, rather, right here in Miami. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.